0: Pranic food, positive pranic food,
1: negative pranic food and zero pranic food. Positive prana means it adds a certain pranic energy to the system when you consume. Negative prana takes away energy from the system. Zero neither adds nor takes away, it's eaten for taste and lethargy. Yeah, people like lethargy, you don't know. Yes, a whole lot of people are telling me, we enjoy sleep. Nobody can enjoy sleep. If you're enjoying sleep, you're not sleeping, yes or no? (laughs) You may enjoy restfulness, you may enjoy the after-effect of good sleep, that's different. You enjoy restfulness, you cannot enjoy sleep, you fix this in your head, yes or no? Restfulness must, must for a human being because rest is the basis of all activity. If there is no restfulness in you, you are not capable of dynamic activity. Yes or no? If you're not rested, can you be active? No, rest is the basis of all activity. Rest is one thing, sleep is another thing, you must differentiate between the two. Sleep is a certain inertia. The difference between life and death is just this. Life is a dynamic process of the energy. Death is an inertia state of the energy. Sleep is playing between the two. The more you practice that, unknowingly you're inviting death. If you slept for eight hours a day, you're inviting death twenty years earlier or thirty years earlier than what it should have come. If you eat positive pranic food, Energy will reverberate in a dynamic way. If you eat negative pranic food, it takes away energy and causes certain deviations in energy. If you eat zero pranic, it brings lethargy and maybe you can eat it for taste to some extent. We we'll look at this classification, what are the foods which fall under this. There's no need to look at the positive because a whole lot of them are positive, I can't produce the list. We look at the negative pranic list, it's a much shorter list, but Unfortunately, it may be a list of all your favorite things too. And top of the negative pranic list is garlic. Garlic is a very powerful medicine, but it's one thing to consume something as a medicine and it's an entirely different thing to consume it as a daily food substance. It has many, many medicinal qualities. In Ayurveda and Siddha, we use garlic in a very powerful way for specific ailments. But now your logic is, every day if I pop whatever medicine I can, I will be healthy. In Ayurveda, we say like this, every root, every leaf found on this planet has some medicinal quality. It's just that only a few we have learned how to use, others we are yet to learn how to use. Otherwise, every one of them has some medicinal quality if we are willing to pay attention and learn how to use them. So now if you want to be healthy, what you do is, anyway it's fall time, there's a lot of leaf. Just go and eat as much leaf as possible and also take up a few roots and eat it, you will be very healthy. That's not how it works. Something specific for a specific problem is different. Just generally consuming medicinal substances is a different game, isn't it? Garlic is a very powerful medicine, if properly used. Daily consumption, no, no, because it plays on your nervous system big time. It is a very strong nervous stimulant. If you use garlic, your nervous t- uh, nervous system gets stimulated in a big way. Anything that stimulates nervous system holds you up for some time and then dumps you. Daily usage of nervous stimulants in any form will slowly get you to a place that you become insensitive to life, that you cannot experience. Now, You're holding dog as the ideal because he's more sensitive than you. His nervous system is far more sensitive than you because he can feel things and know things that you cannot know. This is a higher design than the dog, isn't it so? Garlic, onion, asafoetida, green chilies. Oh, asafoetida, maybe you're not used to it. It is something very commonly used in Indian cooking, it's a very strong stimulant. Coffee, tea – tea means The caffeine tea is the tea, other things are just placebos, okay, they're not tea. You can boil any flower, any leaf, any root and call it tea, that's not tea. Tea means the tea leaf, which is caffeine. All these are nervous stimulants. Once in a way if you drink, they have some benefits. But if it becomes a daily thing, slowly it dulls your nervous system. Your ability to experience life is gone. We are looking at this dimension of the food mainly in terms of your sensitive sensitivity to life. Largely, people are ego sensitive, they are not life sensitive, they can't feel life. For them, only their thought and emotion is life because they can't feel life. If you walk out into the forest, you can't feel the tree, that's why you call it a wood. <laughs> you can't feel the creatures around you simply because the sensitivity is gone in so many ways. One thing is just the modern life this television, this traffic, these constant reverberations. One thing I find when I come here is, one thing that makes me get out of buildings in this country is, always something is buzzing, you know, boom, something is going. It has a very bad effect on the human system. See, we are also a kind of reverberation. There must be space to allow our reverberations to grow and spread. Now these machines have such powerful reverberation, constantly boom, something is going on. And on top of it, what we cannot hear, all these Wi-Fi's and stuff, they are doing their own thing. Yes? In all this, there is no room for you to become life sensitive. To sit here and be able to experience the whole universe takes a certain level of sensitivity. I am talking about nervous stimulants in that context you are lowering the possibility of experiencing life. See, for example, if you just touch this, not everybody will feel just a touch the same way. Do you know this? It depends on how sensitive your system is. If you feel this, you can know many things if you're willing. So I'm not a coffee hater, all right? But what I am saying is, a cup of coffee should not determine the quality of your life. By choice, you drink today, tomorrow you walk away, it's fine. If it's a compulsion, if I don't drink my coffee, my day is ruined, then you have to do something about it. Yes? I'm only talking about this. The only parameter is, are you moving towards freedom or are you getting enslaved in some way with a cup of liquid? you shouldn't get enslaved. Yes, (laughs) with just about anything, you're getting tangled up. I'm saying do everything by choice, then there's no problem. If you do it by choice, you know when to start, when to stop, isn't it? If you do it by compulsion, what you start, you cannot stop. This is the whole problem. It's not like you, you become a fanatic, I don't eat this, I don't eat that, I eat this, I don't eat that. Don't become a food fanatic. It's just that, Eat by choice, every meal must be by choice. Not that you've decided this is what you will eat and this is what you will not eat. Don't make food into religion, it is not. It is a choice and the choice should be according to the needs of the body, not according to social needs, not according to cultural needs, according to the needs of this body, isn't it? So. Among the positive pranic foods, there are a few foods which are very, very positive. On top of the list is what is called as an ash gourd. I think here they call it a winter melon. It is not of the same potency as we find in India. The Indian ash gourd is like phenomenal. Ash gourd is very positive, black pepper is very positive, honey is one substance on the planet whose chemical composition is very close to that of human blood, daily consumption of honey can do wonderful things to you. And honey is an extremely good thing to eat, especially if you have children at home. Make honey culture part of your thing. Psychological stability, physical well-being, vitality, all these things can be greatly enhanced simply consuming daily honey. If you have excess fat in your body, if you drink honey, With warm water, it breaks down the fat in the system. If you drink it with cold water, it'll give you weight.